Welcome back to Factory Sealed. It is December 20th, 2015. My name's Eric Peterson. Joining me today, Miss Jess Clarkson. Hello. Hi. You sound normal today, Jess. I, but it was bad yesterday. It goes in and out. Well, I'm glad you reined it in for Sunday's show. I tried. I I stopped talking. I did like vocal exercises. You went on doctor's voice rest? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad to see it's working for you. We've got Tom Ragan. Good evening. Hello, Tom. You're the reason we're late I'm today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fortunately, we were able to convince Mr. Daniel Curtis to adjust his very tight schedule. I had things to do. You've ruined it. You had to make dinner at a very precise moment, followed by wrapping papers or presents with paper. Yes. Maybe you're just wrapping papers. Maybe. I wish I hadn't bothered. What a ball ache. A ball ache. (laughs) Yes. Christy and I actually, since we're we're flying back home on Tuesday, decided to do our Christmas with each other today, and she didn't wrap any of her presents. I've had friends uh, who, that Santa never wrapped presents, so only the parents' presents were wrapped and Santa's weren't, and I thought that was brilliant, so you didn't have to wrap extra presents. So wait, are you and Christy not going mm. to the same place? Yeah, we are. So why did you do it today? Because why would we bring all of our presents back with us to Wisconsin to unwrap them to bring them back? Because then it would be Christmas. That's also, nice. there's anal beads. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got that giant purple dildo off Saints Row the Third. Oh, yeah. Custom, <laughs> custom made, extra large. It's extra wobbly. Yeah. <laughs> it's filled with gel, too. Full beads. <laughs> See, this is where there's a news report next week where he's attacking people in Arizona with a giant purple dildo <laughs> in Walmart. <laughs> and nobody bats an eyelid. Oh, well, just what? another day at Walmart. Do it in Florida, man. <laughs> style. Yeah. But that would be a terrible idea, Dan, to bring all of our Christmas presents back on the airplane. And that then- makes sense. I, I, with you. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, we did our our Christmas today. Actually, I gave her one of her presents like three days ago. I couldn't wait. Yeah, you did. Yeah. What did you buy her? I bought her because for the longest time she's wanted to play the new Yoshi game. So I bought her the game and gave it to her. And she's like, but we don't have a Wii U. I'm like, well, I guess you better open this. So I bought bought her a Wii U for Christmas (laughs) with Mario Kart. That's so fun. Yeah. Yay! And Dan, I, you're on crack. Just the, in time for it to die. The Wii U's awesome. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it just has no games. There's plenty of games. No, it doesn't. I'm playing two of them right now. Yeah, once you're done with them, what are you going to play? I'll probably get the Mario Land 3D, then I'll probably get... Yeah, but uh, I've had that. Wind Waker HD, then I will that. probably get the Captain Toad. No, I haven't played that. And then Smash Brothers. You'll wait, for, you'll wait for that Star Fox game. Yep. Did you get uh, Xenoblade? No, I don't have time to sink 800 hours into a game. 800? Something like that. It's ridiculous. You're not exaggerating? I don't. How accurate is that number? It's probably closer to 300, but still. 300? A bit of a difference. 
Well, when you're plummeting that many hours into a game, I don't think 500 is really much of a difference. 500? (laughs) (laughs) This is is outrageous. Tom, have you never played an RPG? (laughs) Back in my day, they were more like 30. Okay, so the... got longer. The officially unofficial word is... The leisure time for completionists is about 260 hours. 260? <laughs> Tom's going to have lot. an aneurysm. I am getting close, man. I can feel all my arteries clogging up here. I heard if you do everything, it's like 1,000 hours. Whoa. Oh, wait. I'm looking at the wrong game. Oh, that was for Xenoblade Chronicles. This is Xenoblade Chronicles X even bigger tom it's like oh man this is just basically another life no xenoblade chronicles x is so long that the people who made it haven't finished it yet (laughs) (laughs) see now we're just talking about like we're talking about space i can't even process how large that is (laughs) too much for me do you need a minute just give me just just, go have a lie down yeah see you in an hour or so cool cool go make some dinner Wrap some presents. Games are getting too long these days, son. Adjust your schedule. Yeah. All right. I'm good. Okay. You sure? Yeah, I'm straight. I'm straightened out. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I've been playing a load of Mario Kart Eight. And as far as Any Mario game? Kart games go, that game's pretty good. It's still not as good as Crash Team Racing, though. Uh, I would probably argue you on that. Oh, oh God! We're going to do another show. <laughs> <laughs> we were comparing really old races <laughs> with brand new ones just to try and beat Crash Team. I think this one would beat Crash Team. It would be a pointless well, argument because it wouldn't. Well, they're like 15 years late. Yeah. No, I, I enjoy it. I have not been a Mario Kart fan for a while, but this one's pretty sweet. That's cool. Just how they bring in a lot of the other tracks <clears throat> from old games and reimagine um, them. I've never actually played on a Wii, Wii U. Um, what's it like using that pad? Like, say, it's actually pretty slick because when Christy's wanting to watch TV or Ellie's wanting to watch a movie or something, I just pop on the pad and sit by the Christmas tree and game away. That's the best thing. That's the best thing about it. Um, here's here's my concern though, uh, and I've had the Wii U for a few days, and the remote play is flawless. It is absolutely flawless. There's zero lag. There's zero slowdown. It doesn't look as good as it would on a TV, but it still looks really good. My concern is the system is much less powerful than the PS4. And the handheld has pretty much no internal processing components. So why can't Sony figure out lossless remote play with the Vita? Because they don't have Nintendo's powers... I don't know what it is. The The remote play on Vita is different times. garbage. If you do it I through the network. If you directly connect to the PS4, it's better. I'm guessing because both pieces of hardware were developed at different times. Getting them to like, talk to each other is a little more difficult. Yeah, yeah the Wii U was built from the ground up to interface directly with it, wasn't it? If you think about yeah. it. And that mm. was their big selling feature. Mm. They need Eric, that. Do you not find it distracting that the images are always on the gamepad sometimes? You can turn that off. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> if you press the, the home button, 
and go to controller settings. Mine hasn't been played on for about most of the year, so. And then there's a button that says turn display off. Okay. And if you press if you press that button, Dan, hold on. If you press that button, (laughs) it turns the display off. Seriously? So the display no longer displays the display. But for a lot of games, you need to have it on. Well, then why are you complaining? (laughs) I'm not complaining. I'm just saying that sometimes it's distracted when it's on. Oh, my God. My head hurts now. Dan, did you Uh, buy one on release? Yes. Well, close to release. You did not buy it. I did buy it. You said you got it for Christmas. No, I didn't. I got a Wii for Christmas. I bought the Wii U myself. Oh dear. I'm proud of you. Yeah, it's got some decent ga- it's got some decent games on it, but the few and far between. So I think next year'll be a pretty big year for it. I don't. I think it'll be the year when they phase it out. Did you did you buy it for Zelda and games like that? I no, oh. I just bought it because it was cool and new. Oh, fair enough. And uh I Eric gets Zombie U. That's an interesting experience. Yeah, I had the opportunity to pick it up for seven bucks and said no thanks. That's it's actually quite. Now, isn't good. It? It's actually really difficult and quite hard to play. But uh, it's good. It's good. The atmosphere is good. Because uh, half the time, because on it you have to when you're doing your items, you have to look back at the gamepad to do it. And you're looking away from the screen. Then when you're looking away from the screen, nine times out of ten, a zombie attacks you, and you just shit your pants. It's just excellent. Can you shit the bed? <laughs> you can shit the bed if you so wish. Okay. Good. I prefer to shit the bed. Your wife's a lucky lady. No, nah, not really. No. No. So what are you guys cool. what are you guys doing for Xmas? Anything fun? Um today we're Where are you going, Dan? The parents. That's it. Nice. Same here. I'm flying to Ireland, where my mum lives. Oh, oh but Jesus! <laughs> oh, Jesus! Oh, Tom! It's just noise. <laughs> oh, but Jesus, Ireland! Potatoes. <laughs> do you guys do oh, like a ours. double Christmas? Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> double Christmas. Today is our fake Christmas day. What's fake Christmas? When you just basically have Christmas dinner, maybe exchange a couple of presents with somebody. That because you know, I'm going back to my parents, my girlfriend's going back to hers, so we just have a little private Christmas day together. See, that's what Christy and I did today. I was yeah, going to cool. say, and I just got made fun of for it. Dan commence making fun of Tom. <laughs> I think it's admirable. Oh, you're such a twat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I love the way you cool. say twat, Eric. What are you supposed to say, twat? Twat, twat. Yes. I've got an O in it. Eric, what are you fucking twat? Twat. Yeah, we say twat. Yeah, it's it's just twat. got it's got it's a little weird. bit more punch to it. Like you're just a twat. But I feel like twat sounds like more playful. Like I don't actually hate you, whereas twat no, is more weird. like. You can say twat with serious venom if you want to. Go on, Tom. I'm not Let's do it. Right. <laughs> Let's have a yeah. twat off. You're just a fucking twat. 
You're nothing but a big twat. That doesn't sound you very menacing. You're not very menacing. Still, that still sounds like you're talking to Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> Jeeves, fetch my twat. One second. <laughs> not that one. <laughs> you That's have many twats. Uh... Fetch the new one. <laughs> oh, God. My moist twat. But twat Aww. just sounds like... It just sounds too <laughs> elongated. Twat or... What? It's my twat or it's oh that'd be social media for porn stars. That get on that trademark that shit. It's my twatter. <laughs> the only thing you're allowed to post is pictures of twat. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not following. Would guys that. be able to use it? I was gonna say I feel like you would get a very intense range. On Twatter. Was that a twat? Jess, you said that so posh. (laughs) You hoot twatter. I apologize for any children listening to this. Do not Google that. We need to flag our show. Twatter? Just twat. I mean, well, what's I think we're already flagged as mature. It's fine. It's all good. Okay, well, at least when they... It comes up with a, a dictionary of it. A person regarded a as stupid or obnoxious or a woman's genitals. It's a thi- okay. thing, though. Good. Twatter. Twatter. Is it? Yes. Oh, we missed the boat. It's the anti-social network, apparently. Oh, yeah. I have heard of this. Oh, I thought we were cool and came up with something. But I'm very concerned because there's a lot of things that are like, these are the best trousers for the rapist that knows what well, he wants. Yeah, the first two that I've just seen are pretty racy. You just typed in <laughs> water? The great papyrus posted a status. Fuck me in the ass. <laughs> and the one above that, Dan, have you read that one? I'm not reading that one out. That's a disgrace. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it. I'm not, I'm not saying it. Oh, there we go. I was oh, it's, it's ER. Okay. Wow! Yeah, you know that link. You know that link we just posted in the Skype call. I wasn't looking it. at it. <laughs> we really missed the boat on this. I really thought we were I, coming yeah. up with something new here. I don't feel like this is a company I would want to be affiliated with. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I'm say. I'm very concerned about my history now. Let's clear that history. Let's just go back to googling twat. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for posting it again, Jess. <laughs> God. Oh, man. Okay. So this is a big week. We've all seen Star Wars. Right? Yes. Yes, we have. Thoughts, yes. Thoughts without spoiling. Star Wars. It was Wars. like the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Could you sound really? any more fanboyish? I don't care. I was like, I could not stop smiling through the entire movie when I wasn't crying because I was so excited and uh, just magical. Just magical. It was pretty sweet to be a part of that. I kind of expected it to be a little bit more insane. Yeah. I mean, you look at pictures of when Star Wars came out. Uh, originally, and just people lined up for miles and dressed up. Yeah. And just chaos. And 
I went to a theater in Scottsdale, and there was none of that. I mean, the the theater was packed. We had a guy holding our seats for a couple hours beforehand, but other than that, it wasn't too busy. (laughs) Poor guy. (laughs) Whatever. We bought our tickets, like Andrew bought them maybe a month and a half ago, and we did AVX, so we were able to get... We were the first ones in line anyway, and the first ones in the theater, but there were, like, uh, no one was dressed up up. Like, I wore, I have an R2-D2 dress, and someone else had the same dress, so we were twins. But there was no one really in costume. Is that the same R2-D2 dress you wore in Vegas? Yes. Nice. Um, oh. No, 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 it's a, it's a different one. She has a collection. Well, you never know. <laughs> Could be the one that Tom has. So Could be. I, the cinema <laughs> I went to... It's the completely other end of the spectrum because there was about eight people in it. Mm-hmm. The whole time you were there, there were eight people in the showing. Pretty much. There was four of us from work, and uh, there was two girls, and I saw another couple, I think. Is that nine? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Did Crystal not I go can't. with you? No, she doesn't like Star Wars. <sighs> How can you not like Star Wars, though? I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with her. Like just okay. She's with you, so yeah. It had to be said. Thank you so much. No problems. Um, we had to watch a New Hope and Empire Strikes Back like three days before going to the cinema, so that Cat could be up to speed. Um, we skipped over Jedi. I just told her about it, and <laughs> and then you skipped over the entire and then we original watched. trilogy. Or the episodes uh, no. one through three? No, no, we didn't do those. Um, those are surprisingly we, pertinent to this story, though. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. Not, not as much as the first, as the older three. No, but they're still their storyline is being paralleled pretty pretty heavily. Look, son, she watched it. She loved it. She got it. All right. <laughs> okay, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I started one, two, and three with Andrew. We watched it one, two, three, four, five, six because he had never seen them. Ooh. Who has never How can seen you get them? through life not seeing Star Wars? I don't know. I have the, I, Crystal got me the Blu-ray compilation a couple of years back. See, so the problem sweet. with the original ones on the Blu-ray collection is that they've been so heavily altered that they're not really the original releases. They don't have the original theatrical release available on anything beyond Laserdisc, I think. No, but you do get this satisfying sound stormtrooper bonk noise when he wanders into the door, which is always good. <laughs> there was so much fan service in this movie that I was hoping they yeah. would have tied that in somehow, like in the distance, in the background, a stormtrooper hitting his head on a door. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, I thought... When oh, I can't really say without going into spoiler territory, so I won't. Doesn't matter. Carry on. But I like the fan service. Like I thought it was really well balanced. It was. There was a lot of because, really cool yeah. moments that I don't. I usually get upset when people start cheering and hooting and hollering in the theater. But our theater was so interactive with the movie. It was just. It was so cool to see. I mean, when when they showed the Millennium Falcon for the first time, people started cheering, and when all the other characters popped on. And the way that they did it was so ingenious. You couldn't see it coming. Mm, That's true. 
And Jess, yeah, I'm sure it was just like it was so much the better entire time I had goosebumps. What Dan? I just thought it was such a better movie than the prequels were. Oh like, yeah, the acting was just, actually good. It actually felt like the old ones again. Well, and you could tell that um, there was a, a flair of J.J. Abrams in there because when he rebooted the Star Trek franchise, he injected a ton of humor into it, and this one had a lot of humor yeah. in it. Mm. But it worked really well. It wasn't wasn't. I hate it when humor's just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, yeah. Um, like all the banter between, um, like all the old car and stuff was still there and it was really cool well and they just turned Chewie yeah. into this crotchety old bear yeah <laughs> is that the original oh, one of the best lines one of the best lines is when they're out in the cold yeah yeah that was my favorite it's just a throwaway line that every like half the people in the theater caught it yeah <laughs> it was really so good. funny yeah. it made me mad though at how like what one two and three could have been well, they left George Lucas in charge of it. That's why. And it's so but irritating. He did the originals. So how did he get so bad? He didn't do them by himself. Yeah. Um, one, two, and three he did by himself. And there was no one there to check him before he put fucking Jar Jar Binks in. Say <laughs> so right. He's still salty. This is, this, this is absolutely mad, right? Somebody from work showed me a video where somebody has done an in-depth analysis of Jar Jar Binks and how he's really a Sith Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no it's sense. ridiculous. Well, <laughs> with the karate. Well, apparently there's sections where he's like, it looks like he's doing Jedi mind tricks to try and warp people's minds and stuff. But I think this is just looking too much into it personally. It makes him a little more palatable. Well, Do maybe guys... if it was meant to be a Sith Lord, then it would have been better. Yeah. Maybe they just took it out. Have you guys ever watched the how it should have ended videos on YouTube. No, it's like a cartoon and they go over like endings and how it really should have ended. And one of the end bits is Jar Jar being a Sith Lord, which is hilarious. Uh, (laughs) That would have been great. It's so hard to talk about it and not spoil anything. So yeah, it is. I just wish that, um, cause isn't it, uh, oh, there are three different directors for these three films and writers like, and J. J. Abrams producers. isn't doing the next two yeah so Abrams yeah. isn't even going to have a hand in the next two oh, it's such a shame like I kind of wish he could at least have some influence in the next two films yeah um, but uh, what can you do yeah. see for me I thought it would be better if they did it like the Lord of the Rings approach and filmed them all back to back and then just did the yearly release cycle that would have been mm. to do that. pretty slick too but that's a huge commitment. I mean, even Peter Jackson said, like, this has been a colossal undertaking. Anything else that Abrams would have been working on would have been put on the back burner or canceled entirely. So, with yeah. Star Wars, he's not going to do anything better. That's true. But the next one's 2017? <laughs> yeah. Isn't Rogue One out next year? What's Rogue One? It's a spin-off. Oh. It's like the Star Are they Wars doing holiday. that? Is it like they're the Star Wars sp- holiday doing... special? <laughs> the 20 minute no, special. Doing, um, did you guys not know they're doing spin off films as well? <laughs> I had heard, it. but I didn't look because I was not Googling anything to do with Star Wars at all. Apparently, they're going to be a Han Solo one, maybe. And there's also. <laughs> <laughs> and there's also maybe a Boba Fett one in the works. Really? Really. That is so cool. 
They're going to be feature-length well, movies. Yeah. Huh. So Star Wars is basically just going to be the new Marvel and DC. Oh, Disney is going to milk it. Yeah. Oh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Interesting. That's wicked. I can't remember what it's about. But... Hopefully it's not like the Halo <laughs> movies. Uh, the premise is following the foundation of the Galactic Empire, a wayward band of rebel fighters comes together to carry out a desperate mission to steal the plans for the Death Star. Oh, so it's not even called Star Wars, it's just called Rogue One. That's Star cool, Wars though. Story. Yeah. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I don't recognize any of the names. I'm really glad they went with no-name actors. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think the, uh, the the girl who played Rey just killed it. I love how they good. put. Perfect. I love how the they put who, a female in the lead role. Yeah, and the and the girl that plays Ray, she uh, the only thing she's done before Star Wars was she starred in a in a show over here called Casualty. Ah, Casualty. And she was in a deleted <laughs> yeah. scene apparently for Inbetweeners. Oh really? Yeah. Really? Wow. I love I like she is perfect. She's just she's um, she reminds me very much of Kiara Knightley. Mm. That's apparently she gets that a lot in interviews. Hmm. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, yeah, and that, and casualty is just this little shitty little show on BBC One, <laughs> and then she just—I don't know if she must have played just a really small part in that for about ten episodes, and then so her resume is just casualty, and then Star Wars. <laughs> it's a good jump. <laughs> nothing in between. Yeah. So fair play. Doing all right for herself, though. Yeah, but uh, Finn as well. I freaking loved him. John Boyega so is awesome, and yeah. he just I was, like I was watching them both on um, I was watching them both on the Graham Norton show, which is our like biggest chat show. Oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah. and uh, they were both on there, and uh, they're just genuinely funny people, and they're so humbled by being in it. It's crazy, and uh, John yeah. Boyega had um, they had David Beckham on, and they, like had a mock lightsaber fight. <laughs> And uh, he also he also was doing showing off some sword moves, and he nearly completely wiped out Kylie Minogue. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that but really he funny. brought so so much to the Stormtroopers. Like it was just this like moment, and like I can picture that moment where it just kind of switched, and he went from being a stormtrooper to like a person. Yep, and it was crazy. Yeah, but careful with the spoilers, Jess. Really Everyone's seen the trailers where wow. he's in that True. outfit. Yeah, and the trailers, he's doubting his, his role, isn't he? Yeah. As a yeah. stormtrooper. But yeah. Roll on 2017. Mm. <laughs> so, Mr. Reagan, we are here this week because of you and a game that you have chosen. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> so, I'm going to yes. let you roll on with this since this is your baby that you've been asking us to play for quite some time yeah i have i i asked us asked for all of us to play uh beneath the steel sky um which is developed by revolution software and it's a like cyberpunk science fiction adventure game on pc released in the mid 90s um, and it's the same guys that made uh, the Broken Sword series. And I don't know if you guys have played any of the Broken Sword games, maybe. I have they not. were on PS1. Okay. Back in the day, I've definitely played one. 
second yeah. one maybe it might have been the, the second one was quite popular on PS1 um, and you had to buy you didn't have to but you could buy a Playstation mouse to play it because it was a nightmare with the joypad um, but I first heard about this game uh, Beneath the Still Sky when I was watching a demo video of Broken Sword 2 and the trailer just said, you know, from the developers of Beneath a Steel Sky. And I never really thought much of it. This was a long, long time ago. Um, and then I just stumbled across it again on, on GOG and uh, noticed it was free and that it was just, it, it had this cult following. Um, it had been since re-released and been really critically acclaimed. Everyone said, you've got to play it, great story, um, good humor, good writing, all that kind of stuff. So... Uh, uh, only a six sort of six hour adventure. I thought it would be ideal for us to talk about it a bit on the show. I would say six um, hours is on the really long end. Six hours on the really long end. I think, yeah, you can probably do it four to six. I guess it's just because there's a lot of puzzles in this game, and it's really not obvious what you need to do. Uh, it's very much yeah. This is the of, this is the thing yeah. I want to say to you guys about these point and click adventures. Like the things you have to do make no logical sense. <laughs> Well, they do in context of the story. No, they don't. Yes. <laughs> For you... example, in this in this bit, you have to get rid of an insurance salesman to find an anchor, <laughs> which you can then combine with a cable, which you have cut off using a welding <laughs> robot earlier on to return to an area that you were in at the start, where there's a big ledge where you have to throw your makeshift grappling hook into a sign across the way just so you can swing into a room which you had no idea that you needed to go to. That's true. Without the <laughs> guide, I would I have had give you that. no idea where to I go. I wouldn't have gotten that one. I will completely give you all of that, Dan, because it was just so tenuous, the links between objects you pick up and what you're supposed to do with these things. Well, before we even get uh, into that, what the hell is the story? Like, what's the, what's the lead up to the story? Yeah, I mean, you play a guy called Robert Foster, uh, and you are kind of stranded in a, um, in a wasteland which is known as The Gap. Um, and then you're, this is, this is like an opening cutscene. You're a child. It's just kind of depicted through, through like a graphic novel style. Um, and then. Not a lot, actually. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool with the voice acting and stuff. It's not, it's good. And, you're ad- adopted by a group of um, these kind of like these locals who uh, bring you across and like they adjust to Robert's life in the, in the wilderness and stuff. And um, these security officers arrive though at towards the gap and they kill all these locals that take Robert in uh, and bring him back to a place called Union City. Um, and then... Robert escapes, uh, and no, then he has you're to... on a helicopter. The helicopter crashes. Oh yes, sorry. Yeah, he's on the helicopter, which is super key and super important to the end of the story. Apparently, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are, are uh, we saying that Jess didn't finish it by any chance? We'll get there. Let Tom finish the story before we find out how far Jess oh, didn't sh- make it. You interrupted him, not me. Well, I was adding to it. <laughs> oh, shut up. No, that makes sense. It's because I forgot about the, the crash. It was like you're, yeah, you're kidnapped by the tribe uh, and brought to the uh, brought to the city, and then you're kind of you're basically a fugitive on the run, right? Yeah, that's basically. Then you just kind of boom, you're straight into the game, um, and yeah, that's it. So let that's me ask. I'm pretty sure we all had this same experience. The game is 
rather unforgiving. You can't really predict when and when when you can and when you can't die or what yeah. will and what won't mm. kill you. Yes. And I who, didn't who got killed by the keypad thing the first time. The keypad thing. Oh, in the, in the security the office. Electric. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the guys make fun of you after you die. <laughs> I died even sooner than that. I tried to walk How down the stairs. How can you die from that? I walked down the you, um, stairs. You scan the thing, and the guy goes, "He goes, oh, it's not working. Let me have a look at it." And he looks at it, and he goes, "Oh, it must just be a glitch with the system. Try it again." Then when you try it again, it turn, it just fries you, and you turn into a skeleton. And then the guy oh, says something to the effect of, "That'll teach you for trying to use a stolen <laughs> ID card." Oh, the porridge line just sounds so much more ridiculous. So that's what I went with, mm. and it worked. Hmm. <laughs> so at the at the the very beginning, I walked down the stairs and got killed and then i had to sit and watch uh, through everything again oh. i mean you can press escape and skip through it all but um it's not very clear on where your menu system is so the interaction is you can left click to walk somewhere right click to interact with it you can pick items up and then all your items reside in a menu bar along the top that you can left click to pick them up and right click to interact with them somewhere in the world but it drops down like you have to go to the top yeah. to get it. And I on. actually had to Google yeah. how do you save your game. And for some reason, it's mm. tied to the F5 button where that brings up your menu. <laughs> yeah. My God, that was cumbersome. Yeah, it was not <laughs> not an intuitive game. But, um, no, but that's, that's where the great. speed settings were, too. And I didn't realize that oh. until you had... You were typing something about it last night almost exactly at the same time as I was typing, holy crap, my game just tripled in speed for no reason. I found that out <sighs> pretty early, and I used it to my advantage. Like, it was me so too, good. Yeah. Just... I wish I would have known about it. I figured out when the loading robot was taking forever to come back with the barrel so I could go <laughs> down the elevator. And I was oh, like, this gosh. is just taking ages. That's like... when I found it, too. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, was I like, just wish you could... Uh... I just wish that you could bind a bind a key to skip uh, to slow down and. This game came out in '94. Yeah. Key binding wasn't a thing yet. I don't know. You probably could, but yeah. I but don't know. the problem is with the, if you increase the speed to the max, sometimes you need to have it slower, otherwise it's physically impossible to do certain <laughs> elements of the game. Yeah. Yeah. If I was just definitely. Uh, if I was just walking back and forth between areas, I would turn the speed all the way up. And just fly through yeah but i didn't yeah. realize that till the last hour of the game so the first three four hours were dragged real on real slow that means it's like when you click on the character and you say excuse me and then suddenly you have to get into position like it's some kind of stage show before you start yeah. the conversation yeah and if you're on the other side of the map and they're on the other side of the map it's like all right well and then your robot's in the or way so the they can't do robots it. in the way yeah so you have a sidekick named joey and when you start the game you only have his circuit board and in Mm -hmm. order to advance from the very beginning the the whole game is kind of broken into sections of puzzles and it's all basically figured out through conversation and then there are different items you have to pick up and interact with the world in different areas but i was stuck in that loading that loading dock area for probably 20 30 minutes trying to figure out what the hell to do because the 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 area of which you can hover your mouse to activate a certain item is so small that I missed Joey's yeah. shell constantly. Yep. That, that's true oh, of a lot yeah. of this game, though, Eric, as well. Well, and yeah, they don't... Tiny things. I think it's kind of a, a limitation of the times, but they don't... Like, items that you can pick up don't sparkle, they don't glitter, they don't stand out. 
all the graphics are are the exact same. It's all just what it is, and you need to hover over everything. And most of it you can't pick up. A lot of it you can interact with, and Foster will make some goofy, quippy remarks about it. But for the most part, you really don't know what the hell to do. Mm. Like you needed that, you needed the sandwich, and you needed the wrench out of that guy's computer system. But you had to go out, trip the alarm, walk back in, and get both of those items before he comes back in. Yeah, I did it so many times that eventually he was just he would just come in and go, "Get off that elevator!" (laughs) (laughs) I think it only took me two or three times. But I didn't actually do it that way. Because I oh. didn't realize that cupboard was there, so I moved on further on and then realized I needed something else. Then found the cupboard and that guy was gone. So oh. Oh. Then, the sand, then, then the sandwich is not there. Because that was his lunch. You don't. I didn't mm. get the sandwich. He came back before I could get the sandwich. So I was like, oh. You can do it again. Yeah, but I was like, I'll do it if I have to. I mean, the sandwich doesn't serve any purpose except for the guy that makes you open your coat and expose yourself to him. Yeah. Um, so the the, the it, overarching what what's the overarching story that we start to uncover in this, Tom? Um Oh god, what is it? <laughs> there is a computer like, called Link. So Oh yeah, Link, of course. Yeah. Um but you have to because everybody in this world is kind of has uh link state us right so certain people are d-links and all that kind of stuff and that means like what access do they have to certain areas it's very cyberpunky big brothery kind of futuristic style terrible world well it's this dystopian future where everybody's kind of yeah. locked down in this city and it's it's got a little bit of that big brother feel to it but instead of it being the government it's this computer that has evolved and taken over the control of the city and you're trying to figure out, first of all, A, how can you get out of the city? But then in your struggle of avoiding security and trying to get out of the city, you decide, I need to figure out what's going on here and help these people. Yeah. Yeah. So you come across key elements like Link, which is a computer system that people also refer to as a person. And then Mm -hmm. you try to figure out who this guy named Oberman is. Oberman or Overman? Ober. Is it oh, B? Yes. Is it Oberman or Overman? Overman. I thought it was Over. O- okay, yeah, it was it's, Overman. it's Overman then. Yeah. yeah. But the other thing, this game is filled with blatant sexual references. Just <laughs> flat out, oh, so much dick jokes. I was excited to see when you guys got to the plastic surgery office. Oh, that man. was so funny. Oh. So the, when you first meet Lamb, there's a guy named what's his first name? Um, Robert. Um, no, you're Robert. Oh uh, yes, you. <laughs> G- yeah. Gideon? No, not Gideon. Anyway, there's this this guy named Lamb, who mm. when you first meet him, you make some quippy remarks about his coat, and he's like, "Yep, they're made with the last ten beavers in the world." <laughs> <laughs> so sad. And. The guy starts droning on. Apparently, he's the owner and the 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 manager presiding over this plant that creates pipes. And he goes on yep. this this rant about this building. And he says, "You know, we're we're exploring this vast erection of which plumbing <laughs> is the lifeblood that pumps through the dorsal vein." 
<laughs> that is a dick joke. <laughs> it's very right. There's so many in it. And Even at the start, when you're like in the pl- in the room with the uh, Hobbins, who's got the sandwich mm-hmm. and the wrench in that very room, he talks about pulling pulling big red levers and stuff. There's loads of little <laughs> dick jokes in there. This is this, this is the thing though, because the game is so old. The voice acting is actually really good. I think <laughs> it is. Everything it is. is voice acted. There's nothing that you just. I mean, you can read it, but it's all voice acted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they've just like the, all the guards have got like stupid accents. Like there's some guy who's Welsh, and there's just like yeah. really, really. There was someone that sounded English like people. you too, like Bono. <laughs> and Telling I think, Dev. Oh no, La- Lamb sounds like he's from the north. Yeah, he does. Here, back, here, back, home. Sounds like he's from <laughs> Manchester. Fix, or fix ten, pa- fix ten pipes, lad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The... And he takes you on a tour of his plant, which is hilarious. So, right, guys, can I just ask you all, what was your single most favorite bit of the entire thing? Because I want to say if it's the same as mine. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, There's a lot. And oh! Like a Apartment. Dan, oh. was that yours? The apart- no, my favorite bit was the bit where you have to launch the dog off the seat. Oh, seats. yeah. I got stuck I into... Laughed, I laughed for about 10 minutes. I had no idea that I was supposed to do that. I got stuck into a loop there because I pulled the rope before the dog got on it. And then I, my game was on super speed at that point. I didn't know you could adjust the speed. So he's just going... Yip, 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 And then the, the lady was sitting there talking to the guard. I'm like, well, I don't know what the hell to do. So I had to restore my game back like 20 minutes. Oh, no. I think my favorite part was a line from lamb where you start to you start to screw with him after you gain access to the link terminal you can go in and and lower him yeah. to d-link status because he's kind of this pretentious douche and oh, yeah. uh you go in and lower him and he gets locked out you're fascinated with this elevator because apparently moving about the city is a status symbol and which i thought was interesting that lower meant better status oh yeah yeah, because well, usually it's up, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Kind of things. <laughs> but Lamb point, gets, Jessica. Lamb like gets locked out of the elevator, and he's, his only concern is about his his cat. And I thought it was really interesting that on the text it was all written cat, but every time they spoke it, it was pussy. Yeah. So um, also, There's a couple of like, things like that where the text didn't match up. So Lamb yeah. asks you to go down and, and feed his pussy. <laughs> And you make a comment, something to the effect of, you know, well, what if I don't? Or if I don't, then you can um, you can make a hat to go with your beaver coat. And Lamb says, pussy fur doesn't go with beaver fur. <laughs> just a little oh, one yeah. off. I mean, it's just it's... filled. And he's got that videotape in there with pussies on parade. It's just a video of cats. <laughs> I love that video. It's so cute. Oh man, just awesome. It's like uh, the in the voice acting, one of the guards says "sweater," but the in the text it says "jumper." I, I noticed that. Yeah, too. yeah. Which can so we talk cool. about? Is sweater? It is hilarious. Oh, that is so funny. Oh, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that either. 
Because <laughs> he like kind of looks towards the cameras if to see what you look at. He he <laughs> makes reference to that a lot earlier in the game too, where the guy he breaks into the security room to get the key and the putty and something mm-hmm. else. And when he comes out, the guy says, "Oh, I'm gonna have to search you." So you you open your jacket to him, and he makes a comment about you know your sweater and other people talk about your jacket and and there's that guy down below who's all dressed in a suit and you're saying you know this jacket's all i need and and the other guy was talking about the only other thing that he needs besides fashion is poise and it's like there's a lot of build-up around his jacket and then he opens it up and there's a teddy bear sweater under it (laughs) (laughs) Just i was just so unexpected and i just laughed it's just so funny It's just out of the blue because at this point, like you're doing another one of these ridis- ridiculous tasks, you have to go, you have to find uh, a hazmat suit to go inside a nuclear reactor so you can pick up a card so you can access the system to do something. Mm-hmm. But it was only what. available later on, like because I looked in the yeah. lockers before and it wasn't there. So there are certain things like that that were happening, like the um, court as well. You could uh, only yeah. open the door at a certain time. Yeah. I think one of the... I like, the oh, go ahead, Dan. I like the guy in the hazmat suit as well who was muffled and you couldn't understand anything. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. And even subtitled as well, because I had those on. Well, one of the one of the key, more key points, you have to go and you have to get a Schreiber port installed in your head. And mm. you have to go to that insurance agent and he tries oh, to sell you funny. the most ridiculous insurance policies. Like for your, like for Joey, just in case he turns on you, yeah, and stuff like that. Elevated policy as well, wasn't it? But it doesn't cover people in the elevator with you because they're so unpredictable. <laughs> but this this doctor is hilarious because you finally get in there. You have to have Joey, your sidekick, seduce the hologram secretary to let you in. So you get in there, and he's just pulling organs out of this guy all willy nilly, just organs everywhere. <laughs> And you start yeah. talking to him about, hey, I need this this Schreiberman port, and uh, he says something to the effect of, oh, well, you know, this is going to cost you a lot. And you say you don't have a lot of money. He says, okay, well, I'll trade you an organ for it. But he only trades you for your organs after you die. So you have three options: you can trade your kidneys, your lungs, or your testicles. Yeah. So if you go through your kidneys first, he's like, nope, they're too healthy, and. Uh, you go through your lungs, he says, nope, they're too healthy. I'd have to sell them too expensively and price myself out. And he says, basically, yeah. you know what? You're too expensive. However, let me take your testicles. And uh, th- th- your guy says something to the effect of, I just, or he says, uh, I, need to, I need to get rid of my testicles. Like, I need a hole in the head. And the doctor's like, oh, well, a Schreberman port is a hole in the head. <laughs> so basically, you exchange your testicles for a hole in the head to advance the plot in this game. But only when you're dead. Yeah. Talk about a great deal. I know. (laughs) It's just such a magical experience. (laughs) Yeah. But then we get to the part where Dan started getting frustrated because once you have the Schreberman port, you can enter Link Space, which is this digital realm that Link, the computer, had created to store all of these pieces of information that aren't meant to be discovered mm. i was so confused because i was like oh, you've got a completely different set of items and well it depends on whose card you use to access link space 
yeah so you've got you've got yours you've got anita's and then later you get reich's but again there's no explanation of why you need to do this you just do it no this is where i absolutely password the password when you had to decrypt the password and you had to like decrypt the password in your menu not the passwords on the floor Oh yeah, and then put the 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 that room was tough. I tried to figure yeah. that out on my own. Were you I actually did that by myself and I didn't struggle. Yeah, cuz you have Once I <laughs> Go ahead. As you say you've a red and a, a green yin yang symbol that you can put one down on each one and it opens up a different piece of the floor, but you only have two and there are seven pieces that you need to lay down. So you need to put them down in a strategic fashion to get you through to the end. <laughs> It's an interesting yeah. puzzle. It's definitely yeah. not super complicated, but you come across the the eyeballs that'll kick you out if you walk near them. Um, you've got the password, then there's mm-hmm. that guardian knight, and then there's the crystal. Yes. And Dan, you struggled with the eyeballs, didn't you? Yeah, because this go again goes back to the speed thing, because I had it set to max speed. So you have to blind the eyeball and you have to get through loads of different places. But by the then you have to get to the eyeball when it's still blinded to pick up something on the floor. But because it was at max speed, every time I got to the end, the eyeball was already unblinded and just. uh, And then I couldn't pick it up. That one took me a little while, too, because I would walk by that first eyeball unblinds itself almost immediately. And then. I tried to blind the eyeball from the room with the tuning fork. And didn't realize you had to blind it from the beginning room. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I struggled so much on that. I don't know why. It wasn't that difficult, but it's just, it's the same. It goes back to, again, it's not very intuitive. No. And so you just and it was just to stick around. Say that again. I think he's. I think he's taking a, a crap. What, sorry? Your internet's taking a crap. Am I, am I all right? No, you're not. Oh, fuck's sake! Oh, Daniel! Oh, Jesus! Internet. Oh, good lord! For fifteen dollars <laughs> a month more, Dan, you could have fiber and avoid all these issues. Yes, but then you got an angry missus. <laughs> so I think you don't understand. I think at this point is when you actually start to really unravel what's happening uh, because there is a deeper storyline going on within this. I mean, it's not all just dick jokes and and trading your testicles. Um, you uncover this ninety percent of it is. Oh, totally! It just adds it's icing on the testicle cake. Um, <laughs> I got to make sure I'm explaining this properly because I don't know if I fully understand it myself. But yeah, it is quite complicated. As you start working your way towards the end, you you start to uncover um, human androids, and yep. they start revealing information regarding the true intentions of Link. And yeah. how it was to eradicate the human race through yeah. mandatory sterilization and letting the humans die out due to natural wastage. 
And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm trying to figure out where to like, go with that next. Did that yeah, have you... anything to do with the testicles? I didn't make that connection right now. But like, how do you normally <laughs> oh, get yeah. a link for it? <laughs> huh. Well, but he only uh, gave his testicles up after he died. Oh yeah, true. If he would have taken him right then and there, that doctor's that doctor would have been an android for sure. Yeah. Yeah, because huh. he because he you get to the abandoned subway tunnels, right? Correct. And you discover that Link has grown, and would, would to would be become a sort of half machine, half human. Uh, but in order to actually function as a human, it needs it needs a host to share its brain with. Yes. That's how many times did you guys die with that spider monster? What spider monster? There in the tunnels. A crop uh, thing. What spider yeah. monster? In the it, hole. You have to, you have to put the... a light bulb in a hole to stop the crop yeah. monster from attacking you. Oh, at this point, I was just straight up using a guide and never died. Oh, I like uh, died three times before I then looked it up because I was like, this is stupid. Hmm. Yeah, well, but I that's again, you we... have to use a light bulb, which you found near the start. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, why the hell am I still the... holding on to this because you know you know there's a crab like spider thing coming in a couple hours time (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, this could be useful later even when you're saving one's life even when you get to link at the end you have to pick you have to put a virus on a computer and then you have to pick up some tongs from the wall pick up like this weird tissue sample oh that was sad freeze it in liquid nitrogen then take it down into this pit of bubbling stuff and drop the piece of tissue sample in this bubbling stuff, which for some reason then opens a door. But you only, can then get- but you can only get to that door if you have the red rope that on the second or third screen of the game you had Joey cut once you transferred him into a welder's body and then drop down mm-hmm. two levels to pick up the rope. Yeah. Yep. But then if you were on faster speed with the tissue, it would just disintegrate. Oh, yeah, because he held it in for oh. too long. Yeah. Did you have to then reload your game? No, you could just grab another piece no, out of the tank. Yeah, there oh, was okay. like an for unlimited me, supply. For me, guys, when I, when I was doing it, it wouldn't, when I was dropping the tissue sample in the substance, it wouldn't work. And every time it kept saying, that's just done nothing. And I was like, well, oh, brilliant. So what now? Yeah. And then it turns out that when you put the virus in the computer, it only stays there for a little while. So you have to activate it, then get the tissue sample, then mm. freeze it, then drop it in to get it to work. I was like, that's just so stupid. So even before you get to that point, we forgot to talk about the, the final body that you put Joey in. So Joey, you every every so that's often, just... Joey dies, and you take his circuit board out and put him in a new computer or a new shell. His first one mm. is, is a very basic shell. His second one's a welding shell. <laughs> then he turns into a security droid. And then you finally go into this this factory where they're generating android humans, and you plug him in, download him to a body that looks like a Barbie doll, and mm. Foster appropriately gives him the name Ken. <laughs> yeah. And Joey really likes it, and he says, "Were there any famous Kens in history?" And and <laughs> Foster says, "The only Kens that I know were dorks." And he doesn't <laughs> know that that's a, a an insult, and he says, "I will do my best." To live up to the name of Ken and dorks everywhere. 
or to make the name Ken synonymous with dorks. I wasn't sure if they had a friend, like if the developers had a friend named Ken as well, that they were oh, calling him a dork. I, I thought they were taking a crap on the Barbie doll Ken because he looked just like him. That's true. But then if you continue to talk to to uh, Joey at that point, he goes on to ask Foster, you know, this body's great. I feel so vulnerable. And and uh, what is that? And, <laughs> and Foster says that's insecurity. Um, and I think that's important because before he'd been a robot and he just knows, hey, if I die, whatever, I'll just be put in a new shell. But this one, he finally is starting to understand what it feels like to be human. But then he asks another question. like, when do I get all these accessories and like, <laughs> hair and ears and the other fun parts? And uh, <sighs> Robert basically says, trust me, you're better off without them, which I thought was important because it, it's kind of a dialogue on how... Um, the, the b- b- how humans are are so overcome with that and infatuated with it yeah yeah uh, it was cool like sex drives everything yeah it so, does um <laughs> dan are you still with us or did you drop off i did drop off but i think i'm back oh you sound like crap you're but you're back <laughs> in a helicopter yeah <laughs> Um, the ending Um, of this game I think the the game itself was goofy Uh, the story was kind of hard to follow but I think the ending of this game is what really pulled it back in for me I got to the end and I was actually blown away I went wow that is a good twist though before the ending like maybe halfway through when he finds out what his real last name was that was like what well every conversation that he has with somebody he always asks how do I get to the ground level? Yeah. How do I get out of the city? Do you know who Overman mm-hmm. is? And mm-hmm. nobody knows. A couple people know. Uh, the What's that lady's name? Piermont? Piermont. Uh, skanky dress lady? Yeah, she's like, she's yeah. the richest lady in the city, but also the ugliest. Uh, <laughs> yes. And she gets you into this bar, and everybody down there knows who it is. But who tells you what your real last name is? Was that Piermont? It's through Link. You get a file, and then oh, yeah. you read it on the computer. Like, the oh, yeah. assumed name is whatever his name is. I forget. Thomas? Robert. Thompson? Robert? What's the last name? Yeah. Foster. 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 Okay, there we after go. The, after the, yeah, after because the he's, named, he's named after the air. Uh, <laughs> oh. The they, they named him Foster after the horrible lager. Oh, Yeah. Sorry, yes. <laughs> it's bad. Well, that's kind yeah, of it. it that's that's a really interesting <laughs> document that you read in there because it outlines why you were taken out to the wasteland, um, mm. which I don't exactly recall why. Um, because Reasons. that you crush. He had the like Link had his dad at that point, and no, they were splitting up because his dad was too involved in the research. And then, who crashed the first helicopter? Was it Link the first time? No, it was his dad. So then they would think that the baby died, so then he could live out in the gap all, like, secretly from the computer. Mm -hmm. And then that's where we start, like, where Dan left off with us going into this room after you poison it. You get in there and you see that this living machine has taken over uh, Overman, Robert's dad, who is still alive. He's 
he's sitting in this chair with these tentacles stuck into his brain and it explains the fact that link needs a host and no knew that he uh that that overman only had so much time left and started he needed a direct replacement and that's why he sent all of these people out to collect him from the gap and all of these terrible things that had happened to you were actually a direct result of your father trying to prevent you from getting exactly where you are at this point. The helicopter crash was meant to prevent you from getting here, either A, by keeping you out of the city, or B, by killing you. And then all mm-hmm. the people that you come across, uh, like Reich, who get killed, they were actually there to prevent you from getting any further. And then Link took over and got them killed. Yeah. Yeah, because Reich calls you Overman before, you, before he dies, right? Yeah. But, Does um, he? Yeah. He like dies down take... in the furnace room, right? Yeah, yeah my and, speed and... was too fast, and all of a sudden he was lying oh. on the ground, and I had no idea. <laughs> and then Foster says, uh, he's pretty cut up about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then the, 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 jokes. the guy that comes in when uh, you're in the fetus room, and he starts attacking Joey, he's actually there to prevent you from getting any farther. But yeah. Joey kills him. Oh uh, yeah. So I thought that was that was a really interesting turn. Like you saw all these things and you said, "Oh, these are mini villains. These are bosses. They're bad guys. They're meant to die, but they're actually meant to save you from you yourself becoming Link." Yeah, exactly. Um, and you, you have to uh, yeah defeat Link by plugging Joey. Well, Ken, I guess. See, into the, the main frame. The first time that I played it, or the first time I got into that room, Link releases your dad. He gets down on the ground. You talk to him, mm-hmm. and you have th- three options, I think. Yeah. And the first, I mean, the first couple options are pretty obvious. I don't remember what they are, but then um, Link takes control of you, plugs you into the chair, and I'm like, wow, what a powerful way to end the game. Oh, I know. Like just a super depressing note and then it came up to the game over screen I'm like oh well I guess that's not the end of the game <laughs> yeah I picked the wrong choice the first time I picked it what the first two times so I said this like point, come at this point me. I was um, at this point I was looking at a guide so it just killed me <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> what were the choices do you remember one was what- like can help me and then you guys struggle to get the dad up so then you get wrapped in tentacles and then placed in the chair what is this hentai i know right (laughs) tentacles and then Uh, i don't know what the last one was the last one was ken take a seat that's what i picked second and i can't remember what the other option was well, either way, you tell Ken who had lost his arm. I thought that was funny, too, <laughs> where he comes yeah. barging in. He, so he gets his hand stuck on this hand scanner because um, the electricity melted his hand. And he comes into the room missing an arm. And he has a stupid one-off comment like, hey, thought you guys thought I could lend a hand. Lend a hand. Like, the world's about to collapse and you're cracking jokes. Sit down. But he sits down. <laughs> Link takes him over. But since he's not direct lineage to Overman and he's a computer program, he's more able to resist uh, the powers of Link. And the after effects of this, I thought were really awesome, where Ken starts to rebuild the city into what it can be. Um, the, The screen fades out, comes back, that same room, it's all clean, the tentacles and everything are gone, and Hobbins is back in there. Obviously, they didn't 
sentence him to life in prison. Um, well, they didn't. They go as, um, I'll reduce your sentence and give you two hours community <laughs> service. <laughs> Such a ridiculous court scene. It's like a game show. It's weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> which helped the like big brother aspect too. Like, um, there was a Doctor Who episode like that. It was one of like the Bad Wolf type of ones where they had the weakest link, but you actually were killed. Hmm. Oh yeah, with the oh. Anne Robinson droid. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was when I first come back. Yeah. We're back in the day now. So, did we all actually finish this game? Yes. I finished it, like, did. yesterday afternoon. Oh, man, Jess. You had like, me believing... Right after you... That yeah. you... You had me believing you were still struggling to get the sandwich. I know. <laughs> <sighs> Jess Amazing. finished a game! Tom, put me a horn. Oh, man. Where's the We'll wait. Oh, come on. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, Someone do the air horn. Notice. Notice. This is this is momentous. I know. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Jess. You made my Christmas. Oh, thanks. It's a Christmas, Christmas miracle, everyone. Because <laughs> I was like, should I gloat in the chat? And I was like, no, I'll save the gloating for oh, after. Nice. I. I was kind of on the cusp of not wanting to finish it. Just because it was it was getting too complicated in the middle. That middle bit does lag a, a lot. Yeah. Because yeah. I felt you, like, I literally just went around and asked, like, talked mm. to everyone again. Like, I would do something, a door would open, and I would go through and freaking talk to everyone to see if other options came up. It goes crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, got I think really this game would be very difficult for anyone not playing it uh, without a strategy or anybody playing it without a strategy guide. Yeah, once it, once we met the woman with the dog, I had to go straight to a guide after that. So it was just getting too much. I, I tried to use it like as more of a reference because there are certain points where I was like, I swear to God, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but. I was clicking like in the slight wrong area or like not uh, looking at a specific object. So that was frustrating. Well, I got stuck. For example, I got stuck in the part where you had to get the, the, the doors open so you could get the light bulb, but I didn't see the putty on the ground under the walk plate. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. It's just a, it's like a couple of pixels on the ground. You'd easily miss it. Yep. That's um, true. And Lots also, of things in this. Was just yeah. Yeah. But if you guys played, if you guys played PC games back in the '90s, I played a lot of the original PC games, and you're used to graphics that look like this. But you forget how far we've come since then. And this was these graphics were phenomenal for their day. I thought they were really good. Bad though. No, it it didn't look bad. The animations were great. It looks. Mm Hmm. Yeah. And the it's, it's like a Monkey Island, those kind of games from that era. Yeah, yeah you remember those ones. Yeah. Um, but I think it, we're just conditioned to look for the object that's like a little bit different or a little yeah. bit brighter. Or, or it's even just I didn't know for ages that you had to press. Um, at one point, you have to press the same uh, a button at the same time as Joey pressing. Oh the right yeah. 
Oh, it's the yeah, steam like, pressure. Yeah. It's like, yeah. God, how do I do this? I was so irritated. I was like, I've got to get a guide for this. Yeah. I was determined at the start not to use a guide, but I don't think you could get mm. through it without it. I think you could wander around every section forever not finding something, and then you would keep missing it over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But overall, Tom, I quite enjoyed it. I'm glad. I'm really glad you guys liked it. It was good. It was a great suggestion. I was hesitant on it at first just because it was an old PC game. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I did my research, and I thought it would be a good one for us to play. And we all finished it, which is awesome. There's a first time for everything. There is. Let's face it, Jess only did it, though, because it was like a few hours. (laughs) Basically. You fin- yeah. I thought you finished Psychonauts. No. Oh, you didn't even get close, did you? I can't remember. I think no, Jess got didn't. to... Didn't you get to the Malia's, Malia's Club or something, Jess? Or was it before that? I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to go back I and take remember. a listen. <laughs> so, speaking of old games... Did you guys see that a game that we recently played has been given the 1080p 60fps remake? Oh, what? Parappa the Rapper? I wish. (laughs) (laughs) What's that then? Turok, Dinosaur Hunter. Seriously? Oh, God. Oh, yeah! They didn't really do anything to it other than just remaster it. So I don't know if they put new textures or what oh they will still disappear i'm not interested (laughs) (laughs) i want to see what it is like what did they actually do to it does it still look like three big ass textures stretched across the screen uh here's the official improvements support for high resolutions and widescreen improved gameplay and level design which basically means they redid everything Lovely uh, OpenGL for video backend to provide portability and support. Ability to freely bind. Yeah, that's it. Dynamic uh, lighting, bloom, FXAA, enhanced water effects, light shafts, and more. Uh, Ooh, snazzy. I'm still not going to play it out of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's very smooth. I'm just uh, seeing the video of it. Yeah, it looks good. Also, apparently Coleco, from back in the ColecoVision days, is getting back into the video game console market. No way. Really? Mm, Really? Well, kind of. That's... So, I'm going to see if I can find... That was like a clickbait statement you just made. Well, here's what they said. A while ago, there was a crowdfunding done by a company called Retro Video Game System that failed. And Coleco picked it up um, and is making uh, a new console that's supposed to just have physical cartridges and they're trying to capitalize on the 2D uh, side-scrolling graphics again. But it's using the shell from the Atari Jaguar. Like, exact shell. Jaguar. Jaguar. Not Jaguar. So the Coleco Where? Chameleon. Hold on, I'm going to try to find it. It's called the Chameleon. Mm. A versatile new game system that serves as a modern day take on the classic game console. 
That's interesting. So why do we need this? <laughs> because people are trying to capitalize on the whole love of retro. Here's the... But we, we have yeah, to hi, everyone. <laughs> We've been around since before it was cool. Oh, my God. Bob, cool. <laughs> That's going to tank, son. Oh, it's going to tank horridly. It's going to tank so bad. I mean, I respect yeah. it. But this looks like something that's going to sit on the shelf next to those those Atari joysticks that have all the Sonic games on them. God. Remember the Ouya guys? Oh, I thought Ouya yeah, was going to do a little better than it did. Yeah, I really liked the idea behind the Ouya, but... Boy, they really yeah. fleshed out this website with nothing. I mean, even the... Oh, God. <laughs> Look at this page. This is... Whoo... Um, a lot of black space at the bottom there. Oh yeah, it's, I just saw that. It's oh. beautiful. <laughs> oh, wonderful! Holy crap! It looks like one of my websites. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so they're opening it up oh. for developers to make unique experiences outside of the mobile market. Okay, but. <laughs> that is an intentionally vague marketing statement that means it's kind nothing. of bad because if you're using something like an like engine like Unity, you can build for for PlayStation pretty easily. Not easily, but it's like you can export it to so many different formats. Yeah, but then you got to pay all of Sony's licensing fees and all of sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. But if you're taking, if you're putting the hours into making a game, then you're probably going to pay for that license fee. But no. then. Yeah, there's, there's, they kind of end up controlling what goes in and out. So maybe you've got a bit more, it's a bit more liberal, perhaps, to make a game for these guys. But so, kind of on this same retro note, the one thing that I wanted to point out that I'm actually kind of disappointed with, after having farted around on the uh, virtual console on the Wii U, is just how barren it is. I mean, yeah, that's one of the things I noticed as well. I mean, there's so much of Nintendo's library that could be on there, and it just isn't. They like even Sony mm. understands that they put PS1 classics up like they're going out of style. Pretty much any major awesome RPG or platformer game, hell, any game from the PlayStation era has been converted to a PS1 classic. Mm. There are hundreds on there. That's certainly true for North America, but our store is not very good for PS1 classics. But you still have the option to create a North American account. Sure, yeah, sure. But the Virtual Console has like 24 Super Nintendo games. It actually has more Game Boy Advance games than Super Nintendo games. Oh, jeez. And I think it only has nine N64 games. It has some Wii games. Uh, it actually has DS games on there, which I thought was interesting. Does it have Chrono Trigger on there? Mm-mm. It has... No, it does, not, it does not have anything you'd really want to download. Well, they just put <laughs> Earthbound on there. <laughs> Hmm. Which is disappointing. And the the only other if thing played, too, if we played Earthbound. I don't want to play Earthbound right now. <laughs> I've never played Earthbound. We played Mother Three and that kind of turned me off to the possibility of playing Earthbound. I think oh. I tried it once and I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. It was too cutesy and just didn't really feel like a game I wanted to play through. It's too cutesy, but you're playing Yoshi's Woolly World at the moment. Oh my god, let me <laughs> let me tell you. Yoshi Yoshi's Willy World. Yes. Under the bus. <laughs> this game will melt even the 
coldest of hearts. It's so flipping cute. Like, <laughs> I just, love it. It looks cool. I just sit there and smile. Christy and I play through it two player together. It's just so cute. Wow. Don't Wasn't there a Kirby one done in that style as well? Yes. Yarn. Epic Yarn. Epic well, yarn. That, wasn't that on the Wii? I don't know. It hasn't was. Hasn't been a paper. Hasn't been a paper Mario for a while, has there? No, I thought they were announcing one. I thought they did announce. You get one. any any uh, Mario Party games for the Wii U? Yes. Ah, oh, loved Mario Party and Rainbow Curse, Dan. But it wasn't yarn. It was just really cutesy claymation style stuff. Yarny. Okay. There was one called Kirby's Epic Yarn, though. Yeah, for the Wii. Um, a lot of yarn going on, isn't there? I like how the Wii controllers work with the Wii U. Yeah. I didn't need to go out and buy a bunch of new controllers. Oh, that's cool. So I just use my yeah. Wii controller and my classic controller, and we can both play Mario Kart. Eric. Eric. What? Now is the time to get Skyward Sword. Do the Wii discs work in the Wii U? Yep. Really? Do you mm-hmm. even Zelda? Do you even shut up? <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah, it's it's all backward compatible. <laughs> Just chuck it in there and get cracking. Like the big ocean octopus. The Kraken. Thank yes. you for picking like the, that like up. The, Thank like you. <laughs> oh, I threw that out there hoping somebody would catch it. Ooh, I got you. Get it? That's another fishing joke on top of it. These jokes just get deeper. Oh, you're such oh. a dad. Shoot yeah, me I now. To, that's terrible. I've got to let that one go. <laughs> awesome or awesome. another one there for you so we need to discuss whether or not we're going to do a show next week because oh, yes. it's christmas given with everything that's going on i don't think I might have time i don't think i'm going to have time either and it saves me the hassle of carrying yeah. all my stuff back to wisconsin with me yeah yeah it's that's, pretty tough for that's me too. on hiatus next week okay that, like the 27th you mean yeah Mm-hmm. So we need to so we'll adjust. be back in Jan with a, a Xmas forward slash New Year show, not on either of those dates. Slash Eric's yes. birthday show. Yes. Ugh. Also, yes. also my birthday. When's your birthday? Ooh. Boxing Day, twenty sixth. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, <laughs> well, well your birthday, but didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> Did you not really just? So no, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> When's yours, Eric? January 2nd. Start the new year off right, son. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, mine is the day after Christmas. How old are you going to be, Daniel? I'm going to be 26. Oh, God, so old. (sighs) That's like the point of becoming like late 20s, though. You can't be like, oh, I'm in my early 20s. You're into your late 20s. You You can say mid 20s, I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to being old so I can sit on my lawn and shout at people in an American accent. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be me and Eric in a home when we're older in Arizona just going, get off Arizona! <laughs> There's going to come a point where you I just don't get... want to be 30. Why? I'm looking forward to it. Because that's like, at least if you're in your 20s, you don't have to be a full adult. No, here's why. Because in the professional world, if you're still in your 20s, people don't take you seriously. 
I feel like once you no, crest that... I think that, that's just you. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like once you crest into the 30s, people are like, okay, you have a little more professional clout. Yeah. I got to enjoy my last, what, 13 days in my 20s? That's just how you're justifying it. I don't care. I really don't. I feel like I'm 12 perpetually so i don't really care it's <laughs> me, me too that's how i look at it every single year i'm just like yeah I'm still 12 no nope, i'm yeah, never getting older <laughs> yamas how old are you 30 no 33 god that's, i'm just <laughs> sewing 36 40 years just, just go just see that door behind you just walk out so you're in your 40s I'm flattered, but I'm 42. Oh, shit. That's close. Jeeves, how old is he? Uh, he's 28. Oh, pip, pip. Not yeah. far behind. I'll hold the door open at 30 for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I the young whippersnapper? I'm not going to ask Jess how old he, she, how old he is, because that's bad for him. But we're the same age. I know. <laughs> I was trying to protect you, Jess. I'm I don't care. I just don't want to be <laughs> looked at the, as an adult. You've the mystique. Yeah. We actually had a th- like we had a medical emergency in one of my classes, and that was when I was like, "Shit, I'm supposed to be the adult in this situation. Like, I need to like call the people I need to call. Like, there's no other person that I can look to in the room." You to look be around, like, going, "All right, where's the adult?" And that, that yeah, harsh realization of, "Oh shit, <laughs> shit. I'm the adult." <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> yeah made I, me just, a I just nervous. want to run away. So. <laughs> I need an adult. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Brilliant. So what are we going to play for the New Year's show? Because I potentially will have one of my friends from high school who uh, you might know from those songs that I sent you. Um, oh, God. <laughs> don't remind so, us. <laughs> I think uh, it's, it's kind of up to you, really. I believe what it you is your play? pick, Eric, yes. Oh, man. Yes. Do we want to do Mega Man games? Do you want to do Mega Man games? Maybe. I'll think about it, and I will put it in the chat. But either way, for the here and now, we will not be here next week. Okay. So we haven't gotten enough Christmas responses to warrant a Christmas show. (laughs) And the one that we did get was special. (laughs) To say we that like special. Who you are. We like special. Well, not that special. <laughs> oh, come on. We like special no, to listen ourselves, but maybe not. Yeah. Share that special with that everyone. No. So, um, yeah, we'll let so, you know. I think what for the for Christmas show, rather than just send us an audio clip, just drop us an email. Just write whatever you want, and we'll read it out. Yeah. That's easier than doing an audio clip. Yeah. Yeah, if you're yeah. afraid to have your your sexy voice on air. And what well, is the email address, Eric? Uh, Daniel, that would be factory sealed at manatank.com. You see that? That was seamless. Very. <laughs> that was right in the script. That's good. That's good. So I want to follow factory sealed on Twitter, but I'm not sure what the handle is. Oh, Jess, what is that? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Ask our social media manager. Uh, factory, factory underscore sealed. 
Oh, thank you, social media. Do we manager. have Facebook? <laughs> I, do do we, we have even? Tom? Do we have Facebook? <laughs> I can't deal with this. <laughs> we do. We do. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash factory sealed. Oh, well, that's so interesting. Should, so you should like us and stuff. Oh, good. If, if you like it. Where can we um, find each other on Twitter? Not Twatter. We are not on Twatter. <laughs> no. Well, Jess, Jess, you can find it. I am a Jess. I heard that we and, can find Dan at Frosted Sloth. And Eric is Honest Pizza. I feel like Tom Honestly, might Tom, be Tom hyper is jelly. High, Tom is the most hyper of all the jellies. Absolutely. Not to be confused with... Uh, a uh, hyper jam. Mm, absolutely not. Are we not starting this debate again? Or I feel like you should definitely do a parody of like Bootylicious that we're not ready for the hyper jelly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're ready for my jelly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you were in a German rap video, so it's, it's the next. <laughs> you should put that on a Facebook page. It'd be funny. All right, that's going on right now. <laughs> Jeeves, Jeeves, Can embarrass me. In bed, dine with you. Two of my favorite things for this year, guys: Tom's German rap video and Eric's stupid concert. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's concert is up there for sure. Yeah. It's a classic. <laughs> Those moves. Mm. Yeah. You know your jelly. Oh my god. Patreon.com forward slash factory sealed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Forgot about tell us more about that, Tom. Well I mean what can I say? I mean if you really like what we what we make, uh, for some reason. Well you can I know the reason. It's insanity, some form of chronic disease, <laughs> something like that. Exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you you know, you can chuck us a few bucks. If you don't, no big deal. The show still goes up the same as it always has done. Probably but, the uh, most easily obtained goal, $10 a month, you get Factory Sealed Unwrapped, which even before I call mm. these morons, I mean, <laughs> co- co-hosts. co-hosts, I get that word mixed up all the time. <laughs> Co-morons, co- I think is That's, the right Oh, word. yes. Yeah. Uh, I press the record button, and we generally have a good 15 to 30 minutes of shit banter before the show even begins. Mm-hmm. And that goes yeah. up only to our Patreon supporters at $10 or above. And mm-hmm. we've gotten... There's quite a bit up there already. That's good. One, of them, really, one of them I really want to get to, as well as the weekly game giveaways, that's just... We need about $7 more. So mm-hmm. if seven people donated $1... No, not $7. We need $4 more a month. Four dollars oh. more than so we need four people to donate a dollar. So scrounge down the back of your sofas, find one, <laughs> and send it to us, and then we can give you free stuff every month or every week. So every week. yes, which would be so cool. It would be, but you have to be a PC gamer, so not Dan. Yes. Oh. Or top. Well, if you get even higher, we will give away a physical game. So you know. And we get to a point where we could physically give a game away every week. Yes. So And physically give away a host, Eric. Mm, don't give me away. <laughs> oh, you mean have someone come on. No, I was totally... 
Oh. I mean, they can give you away. Like, you could be a prize. I'm not getting married. Eric could come, <laughs> I don't know, like, do your dishes or I don't wear pants when snow. I do dishes. Snow. That's exciting. Yeah. Shoveling snow. Well, anyway, if you, want, if you want to give us some money, go to patreon.com forward slash factory sealed. And you can see our goals and rewards there. You so and wish. a fancy infographic that Dan made. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, it just gets fancier with each viewing. It does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hopefully you all have a lovely Christmas. Tom, enjoy Ireland. Try Thank not you. to destroy your liver. And, <laughs> and please, I think if, if any of us... I think we need to take a minute and talk about Tom's keyboard on his phone. My what? Your keyboard on your new phone. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so, it's so bad. Names, names of um, brands and stuff, they just come out totally the wrong. Praise Fat Gen 4. Is PlayStation. What, <laughs> the Praise Fat Gen 4 is what he was playing <laughs> Parappa the Rapper on. So you oh, really God. weren't drunk, Tom. Dan, he was... He was so... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was fucking ruined. Uh, I mean, to be honest, Did you I had a great time. I came home just completely wasted, and I just stumbled onto the beanbag, switched the PS4 on, and almost completed Parappa the Rapper 2. <laughs> That's how easy that game is. <laughs> it was like 2 in the morning, and I was like, oh, I guess I'd better switch this thing off. I bet off. that um, game some trippy stuff while you're drunk. Oh, God. It's like... All the food in the town has been turned to noodles. <laughs> and that's the story. And you have to save the town from being dominated by noodles. I was just fucking tripping. Good dude. deal. <laughs> Good deal. Did but... you figure out who posted all the Star Wars spoilers? <laughs> that's just, that's just some some thread I'm in on, uh, on Telegram and um, for, like, phone stuff. And basically... Someone just decided to stick up on there a massive spoiler for the whole Star Wars film, and then he was kicked from the group. But sixty people would have seen that. Ugh. Did you read like yeah. up on the people who wanted to spoil Star Wars? They had like a Facebook group, and they were like <laughs> the alliance of Star Wars like purity. Who are the guys? That's good though. Some people. Two of the guys I went with, right, actually spoiled it before they went. Really? Sounds like they looked at what happened. I was like, "What is the point of going?" And then one of the guys I went with actually went the day before and came again. Well, that's that's like when we were playing The Last of Us. My uh, cat decided to read up on parts of it before we even got there because she just likes to know what's going to happen. What a waste. I, I like spoilers sometimes. No, never. I don't. I hate them. I yeah. hate beans, so I hate it. Yeah, it's but I like really because good. you can find out like you can kind of look for all the hints and stuff a little bit more. No, nope. You'll and never. Like, no, you will I mean, never convince that's what me. A second viewing is for. Yeah, you'll never convince me that a spoiler is worth it ever. <laughs> I do like nope. spoilers with like nope. animals as well. No, nope. like does this dog make it to the end of the movie? <laughs> Okay, now no. I don't have to keep being worried about it. <laughs> That's pretty. Uh, Jess, the rule of thumb is if the dog is in the film, it's going to be sad, so don't watch it. I, like, I, I tried like to watch my dog me. skip once. Go watch it I haven't watched Charlie and me. 
No, I frig that started it. That was like the start of the end for animal movies for me. God. And Homeward Bound. There's, there's a there's a movie called Fluke. Have you ever seen this? Fluke no. Skywalker. And it's Luke about a guy Skywalker. who dies. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. <laughs> He's in, in Fluke, this guy dies and he gets reincarnated as a dog and goes to live with his old family. And it is the oh saddest God, film I've ever me. seen in my life. He, <laughs> it's like he goes, he takes his family to his old grave and sits there howling on it and stuff. It's oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know, do you, do you guys watch Futurama? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. F- Remember that the episode, episode with the oh. dog tied no. to the post for fucking Couldn't years. Deal. Yeah. So emotional. <laughs> so sad. All right. That's, that's going to leave that there. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> Hopefully, it's not as sad as your dog dying. <laughs> Merry Christmas. We will oh, see you oh, all oh. on January third. Jeeves, ring those bells. <laughs>